Hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delala. Phil, you brought a tear to my eye. Uh, yeah, well, it's very I, sunny I out think here, so maybe sun, that has. We can, uh, yeah. we can pretend like it's your nice words. You know, it's the start of training camp, Eric, so we had to move to our ultimate podcast studio, Fieldside. The outdoor podcast studio. Field level, yeah. You can see in the background where uh, some action went on. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube. And if you're watching right now, eventually you'll see probably some lawn mowing, maybe some sprinklers. Us getting sprayed by water. Hopefully not us getting sprayed by water. But uh, yeah, there was some hot action out there earlier. Yeah. And Phil, I'm hoping that some people uh, that haven't previously listened to the show might be tuning in because, of course, you we were went, walking around outside, huh? You I were was, with the fans. I was a salesman. A man of the people, really, yeah, is what I was Handing out some right. free swag. Normally, you have to send in an email to get a sticker, but if you showed up on day one at camp... NZ Nation sticker delivered right to you in line. <laughs> so if you're listening now, welcome to NZ Nation. Tell me if I'm uh, correct in this, but uh, you're like, hey, I'm Eric Delala with the Neutral Zone, and they were just like, where's Phil? That happened a couple like, times. I didn't have to say my name. A lot of people said, "Eric, what's going on?" Oh, where's Phil? Yeah, and I was like, "It's it's only eight o'clock. He doesn't. He's not here yet." <laughs> you should have just said, "I'm sorry to disappoint you. It's just me right now." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Any comments on your hair or like where you wearing a quarter zip? Someone pointed to the logo and said, "Which one are you?" And no. I found that a little bit offensive because. Oh man. Yeah, I'm the good-looking <laughs> one, and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the dork. Oh, I'm the dork. Yeah. Got it. What does that make you? Goodness yeah. gracious. You want to talk about DVOA all the time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So uh, day one of camp here uh, in the books. And so we'll talk a little bit about what we saw. But in general, we want to talk about where this Broncos offense is. Right. Eric, uh, you know, so many years in the past, everything's been about this defense dominating out here during training camp, quarterback competitions, all that kind of stuff. Enough of that. I want to talk about the offense. You want to talk about touchdowns. I want to talk about, yeah, dominating offense. Not quite there yet, but we'll talk about where they are. And then maybe um, what questions we still have. What do we want to see over the next week or so of training camp? And then uh, also we'll hear from Broncos general manager, George Payton. That's a treat. Yeah, I had a chance to sit down with him. I had a nice little chit-chat. I made some jokes. As you're known to do. I think that he likes my jokes. I'll just say I think, think so. My jokes. Yeah. Hmm. NZ Nation likes my jokes. Of course they do. They don't think I'm a dork. That's well. <laughs> they can like your jokes and still think you're a little bit of yeah. a dork. Yeah. So um it's a nice little show we got we got in store here. Yeah, we're excited. After uh, several weeks of just countdown to camps. This is our first yeah. full show back. Yeah, exactly. You were on vacation for what, like five weeks? I got I just I it's not really vacation. I just kind of go into a dark area and I plug in. Oh really? And recharge. Almost like sort of like a cocoon, like a like a shell type of thing, you know? It's like if you got like a Roomba or something. Yeah. And you use it too much, sometimes you just gotta say, We're gonna plug this thing in for a little bit. Let like, it recharge to full power. Got it. And then get back after it. Like have you ever seen one of those sci fi movies where they go into outer space, but because the trip is so long, they have to like kind of like go into like a deep hibernation. Oh yeah, and then w- they're the same age when they get there. Mm, it's almost kind of like, like that. that. Yeah, it's almost like that. Is it in the Matrix where they're all like in those little? Yeah, in the pipe tubes? Where, Yeah, you got a thing in the back of your head. Yeah, that's why we. Yeah, I'd show people, but it's a little personal. <laughs> yeah, that is very personal. Yeah. Thanks for sharing it. Though. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. So we're back. We're gonna be here until 
January, February, maybe? March. March could be nice. Yeah. Yeah, it could be nice for March. So we'll see. Uh, Eric, this show is a really interactive type of a show. Yeah. Tell the people exactly how they can get involved. Oh, my gosh. There's so many ways. There is a lot of ways. You could watch on YouTube. Yeah. Leave a comment right there. The official Broncos YouTube page. Well, naturally. Yeah, leave a comment. Smash the the subscribe button. We read the comments. Um, Tom Agnetti is always commenting. We're back, Tom. Don't worry about it. Yep. Get us up on your plasma. Plasma or LCD? One of the two. Yeah. Hopefully We're not, not sure. We're not not plasma anymore. Yeah. That's sort of an old technology, right? Plasma. You could you could email us. You can email us. Neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. Yep. We read all those as well. Yep. Or you could call in and leave a voice message at 707-NEUTRAL. That's a nice way to do we'll it. We'll play it right here on the air. We got some really good messages from our friend Zach with a C. Zach with a C. Yeah. Non-traditional spelling. Non-traditional. Yeah, of course. Uh, he was going on. Yeah. It made me laugh really hard, Zach. We appreciate that. I'm not going to – he really wants to know about quarterback throwing motions. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm that's not, something – I'm not going to talk about that right now. Oh, really? That's too dark. That's like you. that's like a little too much even for me. Oh, got it. Got it. But I appreciate the insight or the uh, – There is one other way to get involved in the show. Well, you could follow us on Twitter. Well, that, yeah, of course. At Eric Delal with an A, at Phil Milani with a PH. Non-traditional spelling. Right. Or follow the Broncos Podcast Network. Yep. I think that's just at Broncos Podcast. It is. What's the other way? The, the last way you can get involved is if you come to training camp here oh, and sit on the berm just and just yell. Yell which, uh, I got I got a little bit of that today. Did you? Yeah. Bell. Yeah. Bell. Yeah. And I was standing next to Kelly Klein, uh-huh. and she was like, the people love you. <laughs> I was like, I know. That's inside info right it there. Was, it was like um, Pat Sertan, yeah, Russ, yeah. Yeah, fell. And then I fell. Yeah. I, took a, I took a selfie up with somebody yeah, online. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It was great. Did they post that? I don't know. I didn't. You got to retweet it. Check. You got to retweet it. Yeah. Yeah. You check okay, that out. Okay, well, those are all the ways you can get involved in the show, so uh, please do that, and uh, we'll play some of that. We'll read some of that. We'll we'll engage. That's what we like to do. Yeah. So, all right, let's dive into our first topic here, and uh, Erica, just one practice down now, but let's talk in general where this Broncos offense is right now. Yeah. I think it's in a better place than it was leaving the offseason program, which may sound a little bit ridiculous because they haven't done anything since then. Mm-hmm. You know, like there hasn't been a team practice, obviously, since they broke minicamp. But watching the offense on Wednesday, I thought the operation was a little bit better, getting in and out of the huddle, not as many pre-snap penalties. I don't think I noticed a pre-snap penalty for the first-team offense on Wednesday. Nope. Um, no interceptions, had a couple touchdowns. Uh, you know, it wasn't perfect by any means, but I thought that there was some growth there. And I wonder if that comes from two things. One, Russ did have another throwing session in San Diego yeah. with his receivers, with Lloyd Cushenberry, with some tight ends. And then the other thing is I just think time on task. It's sunk in a little bit. They've had another install for the third time now. You've kind of let it percolate for about a month between minicamp nice. and now. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes so we have a great idea. Yeah. But we don't always right away know how to implement that idea. It takes time. It takes time. You got to let it float around a little bit. You got to you got to think on it. Do some great thinking. I do a lot of thinking. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. And so I think the Broncos offense maybe just the fact that it's been another month and they've had some more time to study. I was actually um, somewhat encouraged by Wednesday in terms of where they were compared to the end of the offseason program. And that, that doesn't mean it's perfect, but in a better spot. Yeah, it wasn't like uh oh, 
helicopter. Yep, nice. we didn't mention that. As Sound a, effects. As a, yeah, yeah sound that's department. a drop. Ben yeah, Swanson exactly. put that in. Yeah, nice transition from when you were talking right to yeah. me. Helicopter. Um, no, I would say uh, it wasn't like Russ was out there slicing and dicing this defense up. Right. But um, it was just an efficient day, I would say. They didn't want to uh, stretch the field, like do any two-minute kind of thing, you know, where they're trying to drive the ball. They did a lot of red zone kind of work, some, you know, some fine-tuning of things. But um, it's really hard to just dissect into every little practice. You know, that's a hard way to go about things. But there seems to be more of a confidence and more of an energy from that side of the ball. And uh, one thing that I heard, we heard from Russ, he talked at the podium, met the media after practice. He said that they've been doing practices in the morning. Walkthroughs, yep. Like a walkthrough in the morning that's sort of like, just like a a player type of deal. Yep. And uh, he said that he likes to get here around five o'clock in the morning. That's very early. You're already here. Right. I kind of wonder, I'm like, where's Russ? Yeah. But he was here very early in the morning. Yes, said Montreal, Washington was already here. Yep. I like that. Puts the work in. Rookie. Puts the rookie. Yeah, a rookie nice day on Wednesday. Put, yeah. And I just think that uh, that kind of mindset, that kind of attitude, that's the sort of thing that will eventually get this offense where it wants to be. Yeah. I think in previous years, you mentioned the energy. In previous years, it was somewhat of like a nervousness of how is this going to turn out. It yeah. definitely is closer to just an excitement of, of when is this going to fully click or – um, what is this going to look like at full strength? But I think the other thing to mention is, and, and like you said, red zone was the focus on Wednesday. So yep. it wasn't wasn't like there was a lack of big plays because they just didn't connect. They, they didn't run yeah. any of that stuff. Everything was really tight. Right. Yep. Um, and that has to do with Nathaniel Hackett not wanting to, you know, get these guys hurt or put too much pressure on them, like stress yeah. their bodies too much on day one. So we'll see more of that middle of the field stuff, I think, as camp goes on. But I think in terms of that energy – that's a really important change. Mm-hmm. And then I, I do think stylistically it's important to remember that this team, Phil, while there will be times that they take shots down the field, everything we've been told from Nathaniel Hackett, Justin Outen, Russell Wilson, they want to prioritize the run game too. And so yeah. right now it's hard to tell when Javante Williams hit the hole, hits the hole. You know, He's not going to run through these guys that are his teammates, but yeah. it's possible that in a game – Something that looks like a three-yard run here could be an eight-yard run. Oh, breaking and then, tackles. And yeah, then yeah. it sets up play action. So that some of this stuff I don't think we're going to get a real sense for until either they play in the preseason or week one in Seattle. But I do think – I don't have any huge concerns about where the offense is. Yeah. It's just like instead of a quarterback competition we and that dominating the talk and you know breaking down every little thing that a, the quarterback does, you just know how, how, where things are. Do you right. know what I mean? And like we know that there's talent on the offensive side of the ball. There's a lot of uh, pass catchers, a, a lot of playmakers. We know there's two running backs that are really good. There's no knock on Mike Boone. He's good too. No, Mike but Boone actually like, got reps yeah. right after Javante today. Yeah. So, Wednesday. you know, uh, I think that uh, you know that that side of the ball, plug in Russ, there's going to be stars there. Now, one of the concerns maybe we'll talk about in just a little bit here is the offensive line. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But um, I think we just have more of a assurance of, look, there's playmakers on that side of the ball now. Most definitely. So I feel, feel good about that. Uh, I guess we could talk about the defense a little bit, too. Yeah, Did of you course. see anything on, the, on that side of the ball? Well, I just think that uh, – there's a sense normally that like a defense clicks a little bit faster than an offense. Just has to go out there and execute. It's not like they're really like game planning and like sort of like right. learning a playbook so much to say. You, I think, typically would say that 
some of the complexities that may exist in terms of an offensive playbook. The defense has to react and has certain rules and all that sort of thing. But once you yeah. learn those, I think some of it might be a little bit reactive. Yes. Obviously, the back end in particular has been playing together a long time. Um, yeah. Players just, just make plays. Players make you know, plays. You know, that's what they do. Um, they're in a very similar defense to the one they were in a year ago. Some of the verbiage is different, but the, yeah. the scheme is the same. And so that all helps. But all that push aside, Phil, I think this is still going to be a good defense. Me too. Like, I think some of it, I don't want people to think that, you know, the defense looks good just because the offense is figuring things out or just because they're a little bit ahead. Justin Simmons is viewed by people across the league as perhaps the best safety in the league. Pat Sertain is viewed as definitely a top 10 cornerback. Some executives voted him the number one cornerback in the league already. That's that kind of blows your mind to think about. Yeah, who? What was that on ESPN? Or? On ESPN, yeah. yeah. Some voted him the number one cornerback already. Yeah, that's wild. That is a little bit crazy. Oh, you think me. that's too much? Yeah, I mean, I think Jalen Ramsey is probably the best. Okay, well, Pat Sertan. We could just see good. what happens. Yeah, we could. Maybe, maybe like just. Well, I think this, this year it could be. I think this ranking was supposed to be a projection of twenty twenty two. Got it. Yeah. So, projection. I think he could get there. Um, you have a Bradley Chubb who's looking as good as he did. Um, 2018, 2020. George Payne had a lot of nice things to say about Bradley. He did. He said that he looked like he did during his 12-sack season. Yeah. Which I relayed that comment to Bradley on the podium. I think he actually sounded a little bit offended. He was oh, because like, he's like, I'm better now. He was that? like, I'm better now. Oh. And I was like, okay, that was that Maybe just like how the body looks and how, yeah. how he's getting up yeah. the line and yeah. that kind of thing. Not like his pass rush moves. Right. Because, you know, you learn these kind of things, you know, where you yeah. go like that. Maybe you used to just have like this, and uh-huh. now you also have some of this. Yeah. He's probably been working with DeMarcus a The cross bit, job. At DeMarcus Ware. At the Von Miller pass rush summit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Important. Um, you know, going into the season, Phil, I think it's important the Broncos have a top, like, 15 defense. Yeah. Um, you know, you let Russ play. Make plays on defense when you need to make them. You let Russ cook. Stay in these games. He doesn't play. He cooks. Sorry. Let Russ cook. And he also rides. He rides. Yeah. Let Russ ride. He did finish off his. uh, He does it every time. He says, let's ride. Let's ride. Um, But I think after watching them and really thinking about it more, I do think there's a chance that this is a top, you know, top eight, top 10 type defense. Yeah. Um, It certainly has the star power. It's more about. How do you put it together? Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a not just a good stars, but there's also like quality depth there too. I mean, like on day one at camp here, PJ Locke was making some really nice plays. Right. The backup safety. I know. Probably, well, is. I mean, NZ Nation might be, oh, you you got something you got to yeah. do here? Just, you want us to just pause the whole show or what would you like to do? Everything okay? Everything's great. That's good. I was kind of concerned about you right there. You got an important phone call. That's yeah. okay. We can yeah. uh, we can make time for you and your phone calls. Yeah. NZ Nation and me, we're, we'll just wait. Just wait. You I'm know? done now. now. Okay. So we're back? We're back. Oh, we're back on. Okay. I'm really Sorry. interested to see how you kind of edit all to this say, together. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to put like maybe some color bars. I think that's what we just saw, some color bars there. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, I was just trying to make an amazing point, but... So you said a lot of quality depth players. Yeah. You saw PJ Locke. Locke. Yeah. He made some nice uh, PBUs. P P J U no P B U S P J okay private jet got it plays no so I think that there's a lot of quality on that side of the ball and I think the Broncos uh, stacking up pretty nice yeah I'm excited to see again who really knows what any of this means until week one it's very easy when you're out here every day 
you're around this yeah. team you to convince overreact. yourselves of certain things to say, oh, maybe they're not as good as they need to be. Maybe they're better than they actually are. It's it's hard to say until you see them against a real team. Yes, and when they actually game. Well, we're going to talk about some concerns. Yeah. So we do have some concerns. It's not like everything's all peachy peachy around here. Ooh. I have I some like concerns. A good peach. Yeah, but I said peachy peachy, oh, not so just one peach. That's bad. What is? It's all sorts of noises. Yeah. Okay, this might be a good time to take a second and get to my conversation with George Payton. We had a chance to sit down, talked about a few things as uh, the Broncos season really starts to get underway here with the beginning of training camp. We're sitting down with Broncos general manager George Payton. George, uh, the players reporting back today. You feel the buzz in the building. What makes you excited about this team? You know, you're always excited this time of year. You know, there's there's buzz, there's optimism, um, but I just like the way this team goes about it and they work. And I thought we had a really good off season. You know, I think we had 99% attendance rate, and and uh, so you mix the new with the old, and it all comes together. And and now that now we just take the next step. So I really like this football team. I like our depth, and uh, you know they want to win, and and they embrace the process of winning. There is a lot of buzz around the whole city, not just in the building, particularly because of one guy, Russell Wilson. How do you approach things with him? Do you say, hey, don't put too much pressure on yourself. You know, you're in a new place. You, you got something that you want to prove. Do you tell him, hey, just play your game? You know, Russell's been in this league 10 years. I don't, I mean, we have really good talks. I don't really need to tell him, you know, how to approach it. He's a pro. Um, you know, he's obsessed with winning. He, you know, he doesn't. He's been through everything, a lot of pressure situations. So, you know, not much I need to tell him. He is obsessed with winning, huh? Have you been around a guy like that? Uh, no, I've never been around anyone like him. You know, from the, the moment he wakes up until, you know, when he goes to bed, which is often late, you know, as, as you can see by some of my texts. But um, it's refreshing to have, some, you know, your best player, uh, a guy that uh, is obsessed and, and loves uh, the process of winning, like we talked about. I mean, he named his kid Win. That's pretty big. That's a good sign, huh, Phil? Uh, yeah. Uh, last year, of course, we had in the camp, there's a quarterback competition. Yeah. This year, Russ, obviously the guy. How does that change just the mindset, just knowing that, hey, this guy's our leader? No, it's great. And from the minute he stepped in the door, he's our leader. And uh, I think that's great for your team. The team rallies around him. And and like I said, when, you're, when your leader is your best player, you know, it really helps your football team. For you, the next couple of weeks here at training camp preseason, how do you spend this next month? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 we're evaluating our team every day, and, and then we'll get into the preseason games and you evaluate your team throughout those games, and and it's just a process, and you're always evaluating the wires of other teams and who they release, and if we can upgrade our team, and you know the bottom five, bottom ten, so you're always looking to upgrade, Phil, and, and team building never stops. There's competition all across the board, of course, but are there any positions that you're keeping an extra eye on? You know, Phil, I, I really like the depth of this football team. I think we're going to have great competition at all the positions. So I'm excited, really, uh, for all the positions, the competition we're going to have. And Coach Hackett always pre preaches competition. And again, we're going to have a lot of good battles. Well, last one here for you, George. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, it's going to be his first uh, training camp here as a head coach. Yes. How do you be a resource for him? You know, we speak every day, we collaborate every day, and uh, we have a great synergy with each other. I'm there for him, he's there for me. Um, talk players, talk scheme, you name it. Uh, but we're gonna be a resource for each other. He grew up going to camps. I mean, yeah, this is his old hat for him. And, and when he was going to camps, when he grew up, shoot, they had two or three practices a day. So this is <laughs> this is nothing for him, right? Yeah, 100 degree weather, who cares? Yeah, this is nice. It's about 65 right now. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. If it stays like this, we'll be all right. We'll be in good shape. All right, George, appreciate your yeah, time. Appreciate Looking forward you, to it. Thank you very much. 
My thanks to George Payton for spending some time. Uh, Eric, if, if people are watching on YouTube, we shot that on the other side of the field looking this way, and now we're on this side of the field. We're shooting this way. That's kind of confusing, isn't it's it? It's a little bit crazy. Yeah. yeah. So what did you think about that interview? I loved it. I liked your, as I yeah. said before, the, as the show was starting, I liked your banter. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, anything really specific that you liked? Or no, I mean, that'd be like asking me to choose my favorite child. Got it. You couldn't do that. No. Do you think Russ's favorite kid is Win or no? I don't that think, wouldn't be. Fair I don't think future. he would choose either. No, he wouldn't have choose. And they have a they have a daughter as well. Yeah, yeah. I brought up Win because it was very uh, apt. Yeah, apt. Yeah, yeah. It fit the it fit the moment. Right. Yeah, that was nice. So uh, obviously, George Payton uh, is feeling confident. But you know, one thing I appreciate about George is uh, as excited as things can start to get in, he said as much that people are excited inside this building. He always will remind everybody that he is a seven and nine GM. Yeah, I mean, that's like he doesn't want to get too far ahead of himself, and he knows that. Yeah, even after so. uh, last year when you won the award for the best draft, that was still uh, George Payton's message. Essentially, is that we are yeah. what our record says we are. And right Trust now, we've got to be better. Yeah, he's a very humble person, I would say. So, uh, our, our thanks to, for him to spend some time there uh, chatting. So, let's talk about some concerns, Eric. Yeah. No more Mr. Nice, Phil. No more Mr. Nice. Uh, I, I am uh, interested to see how the offensive line comes together. Definitely. Because you have invested a lot into Russell Wilson, and now you need to make sure that he stays protected. Yeah. And so this offensive line, anytime uh, like uh, Nathaniel Hackett is asked about him, about it, uh, he doesn't really just say, like, this is the plan, this is where we're, these are our guys. It's always sort of like, we'll see. <laughs> right. You know, uh, we want some depth there. We want some flexibility there. He doesn't just sort of s- say what's going on. Mm. That makes me concerned a little it makes bit. Makes you a little bit concerned. Yeah. Well, obviously, the, the injuries to Tom Compton, Billy that, Turner. That procedure, Billy a... Turner on PUP. Billy Turner has not practiced since he joined the Broncos. Correct. That we, concerns we, me. We think it's a knee, right? Is that the, the I report? I think so, yeah. Some sort of a leg. Um, hasn't really been lower body talked about yeah, exactly. in hockey terms. In hockey. People are big on the a hockey. A lot of around, hockey around, around here. here. Yeah. yeah. Well, too much if you ask me. Oh. Um, okay. So right now it looks like, you know, if neither of those guys are healthy, maybe Calvin Anderson, maybe Cam Fleming, who the Broncos signed on Wednesday, are options. But that spot in particular is one you've got to figure out because you can't leave protecting Russell Wilson to chance. Yep. Um, not just for this year, but for the years to come. And, you know, when I talked to George Payton, at the Senior Bowl way back in February before the team traded for us, he said fixing that right tackle position for a long time is a major priority of ours. Yeah. And they they haven't been able to do that. And maybe Billy Turner becomes that guy if he gets healthy. He's still, I think, young enough that he could be a multi-year yeah. answer if they choose to extend him. But um, the Broncos have to figure that out because that's really important. And then I don't think that there's an absence of questions elsewhere on the line. No, it's just that nobody's like sort of like set. It right. feels like Garrett Bowles is the only person along the line that's like, this person is going to play this position is going to start there. Right. Well, you know, I would say Lloyd Cushenberry the third. He seems to have established himself he, as a starting. Going center. to start at center. Um, but nobody's been like he's our starting. No center. one said that. You're, you're right. Uh, but I, I think there's questions about both of those guys. I mean, with Lloyd, can he take that step physically? Yeah. That he needs to to hold up, you know, when the Broncos play Aaron Donald on Christmas Day. Yeah. Obviously, no one can block Aaron Donald one-on-one right no. now. But when you play a Chris Jones, can he hold his own? 
Yeah. So you don't have to. So it doesn't blow up the game plan. Garrett Bowles at left tackle. Which Garrett are we going to see? Because Ooh. he was a what uh, a second team All Pro in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty didn't have quite the same season. I don't think last year. Yeah. Obviously dealt with some injuries for the first time in his career. He's got to show that he's still kind of that top five, top ten left tackle type of player. Yep. Um, Quinn Miners is a guy I probably feel best about on the line. Yeah, I have right guard maybe. Yeah, I think right guard is where he's going to end up. Yeah. And then left guard's a big question too. You know, does Dalton Reisner end up there? Natani uh, Muti maybe. Yeah, Natani Muti, Graham Glasgow. Yeah. Um, there's some options, but but yes, when you look at this uh, team, offensive line is is one of the questions and. It's a big question, but we've also seen teams overcome offensive line issues with a great quarterback. I'd rather have a really yeah. good quarterback and not as good of an offensive line than the other way around. Well, one of the things about Russ is that he is not the type of quarterback that uh, gets rid of the ball very fast. Sure. You know, like if there's a knock on Russ, it's that he likes to hold on to the ball a little bit. But to make up for that, he's able to elude pass rushers. He's very shifty in the backfield. And uh, we heard so much about them talking about there's a second play that is created. Right. And so uh, I think that uh, I'm just interested to see how that all comes together. Obviously, there's a couple of preseason games they'll be able to work. And then when the pads come on here or this weekend, we'll be able to get an idea, get a better idea. Yeah, so definitely. That's one area. Okay. Another area I would say is like th- there's been good talk about Nick Benito that we alluded to mm-hmm. earlier. Okay. But I would say pass rush is just an area that I'm like – I haven't seen it just yet. Sure. Because it's like Bradley Chubb. Yep. And then it's like, well, Randy Gregory's been hurt. Yep. He looks great, but he hasn't been out there. Right. And then it's Malik Reed. It's Baron Browning, who's we've heard good things about, but he's played a different yep. position last year. Malik Reed, uh, uh, and then Nick Benito, maybe Jonathan Cooper there. Yep. You know, just uh, some unproven guys at that spot, I would say. Yeah, I mean that's not a knock. It's just you know you got a rookie and then a couple of guys who are still figuring their way out on, at that position. Well, I, I still do think the biggest question is Bradley Chubb, and if and because he, if he can stay healthy, he's an elite type player that I think any team would want to have start. And so if he can be healthy, that that solves a huge issue yeah. for the Broncos because then you're just trying to figure out. Okay, well, is there somebody that if Bradley gets double teamed, they can take advantage of that? Yeah. And maybe Nick Benito as a rookie can take advantage of that. Maybe Malik Reed can take advantage of that. Maybe Randy Gregory's healthy and is able to, to come back and play. Um, but it all starts with Bradley Chubb because if he's not playing at an elite level, then even if Randy Gregory's healthy, you, you've probably lost your best pass rusher. Yeah. And so that that is difficult. So it all comes down to Bradley Chubb. He's got a good mindset. I like where he's at. He does look he looks the part obviously like he always has um he's looked fast he's gotten by offensive linemen hoping for the best there but it it is a question any other areas that you're like "Mm, i want to see yeah i would say two things one is that um ajiro evero has never called plays in the nfl yes and so i'm interested to see how does that play out when you get to preseason games obviously a lot of that's scripted and you're just running stuff but um how does that play out then and then the regular season how quickly does that come together because i think that's probably the number one question in terms of is this a good defense is this a great defense is is how quickly can he master that obviously vic fangio was a very talented defensive play caller right 
And so it put this team in, in good positions a lot of the time. Right. You want to see how that transitions uh, with Evero. Right. I will say Evero has been very sharp. Right. And, he, you know, we've heard nothing but good things. We expect that he will uh, do a good job of that. But until you see it, you yeah. just don't know. You don't know. And obviously there's different situations that come up and you got to figure out how to handle all Adjust, of them. Adjust, yeah. The last question I have is how does this team handle adversity? Nathaniel Hackett has a ton of energy right now. Everybody's fired up going out to Optimism practice. Optimism reigns. Yeah. Melvin Gordon was talking about, you know, how much fun guys were having, which hasn't been the case the last couple of years, in his words. Yeah. Um, but small, there's going to be times. Small but subtle blast. Yeah. It was subtle. Small but not so subtle, maybe. Yeah, not really subtle. Um, but, the, you know, if this team loses a couple of games in a row, how does Nathaniel Hackett handle that? How yeah. does this team handle that? I think having vets in place like Justin Simmons and Russell Wilson is a huge help. But, again, some of these things, until they happen, you don't know what the response is going to be, and that's that's one of those situations. What about even something just as simple as what if um, Hackett wants to do something one way and Russell Wilson wants to do it a different way? Yeah. How there's, do they handle those things? There's all sorts. I mean, at some point an injury is going to happen. That's going right? to happen, yeah. If a if a important player goes down, how do you move past that? Those are all things yeah. that, like – Things are not, um, what did you say, peachy, peachy? Peachy, peachy. Forever. And so. Nope. There's I'm adversity. I'm you interested go to see the how flows. Nathaniel Hackett handles that as the head yeah. coach. I agree. I mean, uh, just think about any Super Bowl team. They Their season isn't just a smooth ride into uh Sure. The Bucks started 7-5 and five in 2020. Yeah. The Rams were not in a yeah. great place. No. Um, this Broncos right. team, when they won in 2015, there was. A lot of a one lot possession of, games. A lot of one possession games. A lot of adversity there. It's, yeah, you know, Peyton's hurt. Brock's coming in. It's yeah, coming in. a lot of adversity there. So you have to have toughness, and uh, that comes from leadership. That comes from coaching. Comes from a mindset. Right. Some of that is being developed out here right now. Sure. You know. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, potential that we just need to see it start start right. to come together. So. Yeah. All right, anything else, Eric? I don't think so. You want time for some shout-outs, maybe? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, the Broncos did win the uh, ESPN Sports Humanitarian Team of the Year. Yep, got an ESPY. Got an ESPY. Our friend uh, Liz Geralds Kudos. got an ESPY. Shout-out? Shout-out to Liz Geralds. Yeah. That was uh, very impressive. I know the whole community department was uh, very proud of that. Of course. Um Pretty cool. Is that the only NFL team I think ever to win it? Um, George Payton said the other day it was a second NFL team. I think it might be the first. Yeah. I think that might have been a. Wow. Was that a blast from you? Not a big blast. Okay. Uh, any any other shout outs? I mean, anything else going Ooh. on that you'd like to shout out? Uh, Sierra was at practice on Wednesday. She was. But she might not be at every single practice. That was kind of a weird like, question. Yeah. Someone was like, well, Sierra be here every day. And Russ yeah. just kind of like whispered. He was like, and what? It was security. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they marked that reporter. Yeah. He's going to be uh, escorted yeah. off the premises. Followed. Tracked. Followed. Yeah. I already heard maybe a restraining order. Oh, wow. Yeah, I already heard that. Um, yeah, that was nice. A little bit of a fanfare there. Yeah. Um, well, we already shouted out Zach with a C, but I'll shout out all the fans that came out to practice on uh, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, We hope to nice. see some people, more, some more people. Maybe Saturday, back to football Saturday. Nope, that's not what it's called. Back together back Saturday. Back to, to together. <laughs> back together. No, back to football. Back to gather. Gather footballs. Together. <laughs> yeah, gather together. We're, we're back together. Yeah. Where were we before? Apart, I think. is the So before, apart, now back together. Yes. We used to be together, and now we're getting back together. That's correct. I got it. 
Sorry. Back to Are football. you learning the English but, language right now? Yeah. Got it. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so nice to see people out here. Their support has been continued, obviously, during difficult years. And uh, nice to see some people that recognize us. Yeah, that was your highlight of today. Huh? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I like to meet nice. meet our meet NZ Nation. It was nice to meet NZ Nation. So, uh, hopefully, yeah, this Saturday this weekend. I think easier to come out on the weekend. Anyways. Yeah, a little bit. Pads you know, will be on. Just, you don't have to Pads go to work. Popping. People don't go to work on the weekends usually. We'll be at we'll work. We'll be at work. Yeah, but this isn't really work, is right. it? Right. We well, kind of just play around here. That's true. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's going to do it for this uh, episode of the Neutral Zone. We talked about uh, some positive, some uh, some good momentum uh, this first day of camp, and just sort of in general where the offense is. Touched on the defense a little bit. Heard from George Payton, and then uh, maybe some concerns, some things that we want to see play out here in the next week. I feel like maybe next time we get together here on the Neutral Zone. Back together, maybe? Back together. Back together here on the neutral zone. neutral zone. That'll be next Thursday. Yep. We'll know a lot more about this. I think so. At that point. I think so. Yeah. So that's exciting. You just know yeah, the work really is going to be put in, and we're going to know where this team is. So. Definitely. All right. Well, until then, that's going to do it for us. For Eric Dalla, I'm Phil Milani. You've been listening to The, the Neutral, neutral Zone. zone.